Welcome to the Hollow Chronicles. Hey, Josh. What's up, Andrew? Everybody out there, hope you had a great holiday season. It's been a few weeks since we last potted. Happy New Year, right? Yeah, 2019 is here. I can't believe it. Hey, Josh, how did you survive a December without a Star Wars movie? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's crazy, right? It's it's not been the norm. It has not. Uh, we got we got soloed this year. So, what was that? May. Yeah. Yeah. And then Disney's like, mm, we only made a four hundred million on this, so we'll have to not release a movie in December. We're gonna wait a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I uh, made it. I was good. I was okay with that. I think uh, I think we need a little reprieve, a little bit of anticipation. I don't want to get too much uh, force fed. But there's so much stuff coming up that doesn't matter. I can't even keep up as it is, so I don't need, I don't need another one yet. Not yet. You're okay with uh, filling filling the space and time with some Avengers, Infinity War, stuff like that. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Totally. That was fine with me. That was a great show. Man, I watched it again the other day. I was like, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Solo's coming to Netflix. Yeah, no, I think it's here. Uh, Is it here already? Yeah, yeah. I watched it a couple times. It was good. Already? I mean, by watch it, I mean I, I got a half hour of it before I had to do something else. But yeah, it's good. It's not a half hour. No, yeah, stage. December was good. Um, Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, lots of Star Wars stuff in 2019. We talked about last pod, but we definitely have the opening of the uh, Galaxy's Edge That's parks. On, oh, man. On the front, the forefront of the mind, I think. I think with that, Josh. Whoa. Straight into the news. Straight into the Star Holy Wars moly. news. All right. Let's do it. All right. Well, um, as I was telling you a little bit earlier, I've seen all the archive series figures out that, that are out right now, and those are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the, How the, many are there? The next phase of the Black series. Uh, there's, I don't know, five or six. Five or six, yeah. Yeah. There's a, they're heavy on the bounty hunters, which I am a fan of because I'm a bounty hunter fan. Absolutely. Um, they released some more actors' names for The Mandalorian, but the thing that I found intriguing about The Mandalorian was an Instagram post uh, a couple weeks ago from John Favreau, mm. director of The Mandalorian Producer. Series. Producer, sorry, yeah. producer. Um, and it was just a it was just a picture of IG eighty uh, eight like a like a full recreated bust shot of IG eighty eight and it just said Happy Holidays. Ah and man, I, just a little. Uh, so this is where we don't know anything, do we? So no. we have. Is it a tease? So or I, is it just a cool shot of IG eighty eight on a green screen? Oh, it was a green screen behind him. Yeah. Oh yeah, so he's in it. Man, snap. <laughs> so there's definitely theories going around for what the premise, who the character is going to be. Obviously, you have existing characters that could fill that spot from mm-hmm. either the books or the movies or whatever. New canon. New canon. Um, uh, you and I were talking earlier about, and I know we talk about The Mandalorian a lot, but that's what's coming up. And that's going to be, I mean, think of if it hits right and if it's done right with John Favreau, it mm-hmm. should be great think of a star wars game of thrones level production that's what i'm hoping for like i mean obviously the money's there with disney do you think they'd really go like full game of thrones no 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 no, no, no. i'm not talking a, i'm not talking about disney the no 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 i'm not talking about the uh, the the content rating <laughs> i'm talking about just the the production value the investment in the series i don't want it to be hey 
incest was cool in Star Wars before it was in Game of Thrones. <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars made incest cool. Yeah, uh, take that. <laughs> uh, what I, I definitely want to see, I don't want it to be like a, a you know, Mandalorian Texas Ranger type of half hour, you know, <laughs> this is getting done, you know, and boom, he kicks him butt, you know, half hour type of deal. I really do want it to have an epic feel to it. I don't know what to expect, but I'm, I'm hoping, I, I mean, I, I don't know. We don't know that much about it, but uh, that's what I want is I want that. And Game of Thrones is the, ex, you know, example I, I give. I think we, we've referenced Game of Thrones. So I, obviously we have a very small circle of things we like, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, and if you want to get some other thoughts on, and we've talked about this in maybe the first podcast we did for the Holo Chronicles, um, way back two episodes ago, yeah, <laughs> two episodes ago. It seems like so. That was so 2018. So 2018, man. But uh, you can you can listen back on those. We got a couple ideas of what we were hope we're hoping that it kind of has in it and and content and and if if they have characters that we know, great. And if they don't, it could still be cool. Um, I, I like how in the Resistance cartoon that they have, they do have a couple familiar faces in it. But, yeah. But they're introducing us to a whole lot new. Well, they should. More I mean, new there's stuff. A, there's a lot of people in the galaxy. But let, let me just get back. To, I mean, the I, I read an editorial. There's you know right. three, three or four scenarios. You know, one being it's a brand new character. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have the uh, one shot of the armor, which looks very fresh right. and new. And, so. the gu- and the gun. And the like gun, the rifle. right? Um, fresh and new, uh, definitely emulates, you know, Boba and Jango's armor, Mandalorian armor, but um, looks pretty shiny. So that's where one of the theories was, ah, I forget his name, it's not in front of me, but from the Aftermath series, um, the kind of one of the subplots they had there was a gunslinger from Tatooine who's right and wrongs and doing justice, but he finds this armor in a junk, yeah, exactly, in a junk pile which is kind of crazy. It's on Tatooine, so where'd this armor mm. come from? Where'd hmm. this Mandalorian armor come from on Tatooine? So you get to your own implications there. I was like, okay, so either it's salvaged from, you know, I don't know, maybe the Sarlacc, Sarlacc uh, uh, Upchuck. A toilet <laughs> toilet zone. I don't know. Um, or, or, you know, Boba gets out and is like, I'm done with this armor. I'll throw it in the junk, but I don't know. Then, of course, you have it's Boba himself, but like, we reference the armor looks pretty pretty shiny. Yeah, it looks more Django than it does Boba. Yeah, it really does. Um, yeah, but Django, there's all these, I don't know, there's many theories, but or many speculations, but whatever. I, I think it'll be something new, but with IG-88, that brings in bounty hunters, so mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. Yep. And if you don't know, the Aftermath character, like I said, he was like a lawman, but he was wearing, wearing Mandalorian armor, so mm-hmm. whatever. A lot of fans are lamenting about the fact that it's going to be connected to the Mandalorian like society, which I guess they didn't like too much from the Clone Wars. Really? Yeah, but I don't know. Hmm. I didn't mind that. I don't know. I didn't mind it. Right? Didn't hate it. Can't make everyone happy, but I think at the very least, Josh, we're we're going to watch it. (laughs) We're we're excited to see what happens. We will definitely be watching it. Um, I can't wait to watch it so we have that to talk about. It'll be great. Yeah, we'll actually quit speculating recklessly and yeah. talk about real stuff. Um, new Resistance trailer, by the way. That looked really cool. It was cool. Um, I was behind, prompted me to go and watch an episode, which was fun. Um, 
I'm still behind. I got to keep watching. No yeah. time for all this stuff. But the I really like the animation. The pace was cool. Yeah. And starts right out with Poe. Kind of, you know, so they're connecting right. the dots. They it's going to be great. You, they hook yeah. you right away. Yeah. And like, hey, familiar guy. And I'd like to see Poe doing something outside of what we've already seen him do because I think he's a great character that we just haven't seen the most out of yet. So, Do you like Poe better in The Resistance? Oh, you're darn right. He's a... Uh... <laughs> I do too. He's, he's just better. Yeah. <laughs> moving, moving on. Move along. All right, move along. Move along. Is there anything else in the uh, Star Wars news that uh, you wanted to chat about? So there was a uh, speculation on a tweet that went out um, for Christmas gifts from uh, the set of Episode Nine. Oh yes, yes. Which was cool, and they were they were uh, uh, gifts for some of the I forget which zone they had a name for it. You know, whatever filming area they were at, but. It was like the bro- a brother that was working on the on the set mm-hmm. gave his brother those gifts for Christmas, which is crazy. I don't know why he would give those away to anybody for Christmas. He must not be a Star Wars fan. Can you imagine working on Star Wars and just and being not like, being a Star Wars like, fan? Nah. Yeah, like, oh, I'll give it to my brother. He yeah. he watched Clone Wars once, or he loves his brother a lot, a lot. So um, they so really saved over- his life once or something. Yeah, they really overanalyzed that picture. The brother had like some uh, little jars of sand or something, which were not part of the gift. He had actually included them to sweeten the deal, I guess. From a, a I don't even know how you sweeten a deal from a yeah. from a cast uh, cast gift, but lots of good stuff. The one thing that I liked about that, this is from that editorial, uh, was they talked about the people on the set having tears of joy on a few of the clips that they had filmed, like like that happy about how it was coming together. So there's some positive, uh, I don't know. There's not, there's not any uh, grumblings of a, of a, I don't like how this Luke version is being portrayed. Yeah, from well, he's Mark dead. Hamill. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, from yeah. Mark Hamill. Mark. There's not like grumblings along the way. I was like, nah, I'm not. I'm gonna do it the way they want me to, but I don't really. I'm not yet. And so, and and you and I were just talking. I think we should rehash that. It's like, is it going to be the J.J. Abrams, then the Johnson, and then the J.J. Abrams? We we were. I was joking around with you that <laughs> yeah. I want to see Episode Nine start with like. Luke waking up from a dream. <laughs> like Hermit Luke, it's fine. Yeah. He can still have long hair and a beard. What? He's like, what just happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. I dreamt that I force projected myself and screwed everything up. Yeah. And I drank green milk. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, ooh. Weird. And then, and then Ray lands in the Falcon with Chewbacca, and he's like hugging Chewbacca, and he's like, oh, my God, you brought the saber. Oh, he like high-fives Ray, and, and he's like, oh, absolutely, you could be my apprentice. And then he's all busted up because Han's dead. Yeah, he's like, what? Yeah. Cries a little bit. Yeah, and ends up. Ends yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah. That would be a very fun uh, Dallas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dallas ending J- gun. JR's gun. not actually. JR is, is alive. And and that's what I want to see. Actually, I'm I'm hoping that <laughs> Abrams can pull that out. Hey, look, uh, purple haired ladies still be alive. Hodo. Yeah, Hodo. 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 Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> call it Hodo. <laughs> Holdo would be alive. I mean, everything would be great. Yeah. We could make some just, choice decisions. Rose's sister is fine. Yeah, she actually makes it. Yeah. And they, but they still blow up the dreadnought. And yeah, yeah. They just do it a better way where they don't just send Poe in and they just and decide slow to like bombers. ambush it. Yeah. Why do bombers got to be slow? I don't know. They're send in space. some A wings. You know that, ma- that the mass in space has nothing to do with anything, right? It's all yeah. weightless, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Y wings. Y wings are the bombers. Send yeah. in the Y wings. Send them in. They, they know how to they'd be. trench ran. 
They're fine. <laughs> They've already proven themselves. Yeah. Like what? Hey, 30 years ago. If it ain't broke. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Luke wakes up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I just oh. had the worst dream. It was Woo. called episode eight. <laughs> it's in bed with Wicket. <laughs> I don't know. We're off the rails here. We, All right. We, so anyway, that's that's might, a, might be <laughs> might be off the rails. That's some good. Uh, there's some news. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you got anything else uh, you wanted to share? Or um, about in the news? No. Uh, Billy D. Williams won an award, uh, Black Actors Award. Uh, so tip of the cap to him for that. Nice. Um, I I appreciate all of his hard work in the Star Wars series and in Colt 45 commercials. Oh, absolutely. And aren't we seeing him? Aren't we going to see him in episode nine? That's the rumor. Can you freaking imagine? That's the rumor. If you want to save the series, bring in Lando. All right, all right, all right. Hello, what are we here? <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. All right, hey, that actually is a great segue into uh, our collector tip of the day. And what... Kind of the whole genesis of this idea of making a podcast is that, you know, you and I and our buddy Trevor and our friend Sheldon and our affiliate Keith, we are, uh, we're, we're collectors. We collect memorabilia, the old vintage toys, and some of the Black Series stuff. We're, we're, we're Star Wars fans. We collect and... Um, you know, we kind of talked about making a podcast for collectors by collectors, FCBC. Yeah, yeah. And um, but and also kind of layman's. Like we're not the experts on anything. We're just we're just you know passionate about certain things. So yeah, yeah. And as and as we go along through this collecting and kind of building up what we have and you know getting a collection, uh, pass along things that we've learned uh, along the way and. Um, Share it, and and so that any other f- potential collectors out there, or or new people, young people that want to get into it, you know, they they don't make some of the same mistakes that we made, right? Um, and because ultimately, you know, we all have our different tastes and and what we want and what we want to get and how we want to get it, but uh, you know, there's no sense everybody making the same mistakes. Um, and if we learn something cool along the way, to pass it along. So um, yeah, what do you got? Well, actually, before before I get to the tip, I was to ask you, Josh, have you gotten anything recently? I have. Let's hear it. But it wasn't like anything collectible. It was purchased outright at retail price. <laughs> That's okay. I <laughs> uh, gave myself a gift for Christmas, Those and the best part of the gift was that. You knew what you wanted and you got it. Yeah, that's that's really great. And then I let my wife wrap it and give it to me. It was great. Yeah. But I found out about it and there was a countdown and a timer and it involved, um, I think I communicated with you and, and others. I'm like, this is happening. And it involved me being on a website and <laughs> clicking purchase as many times as I could for about 10 minutes or add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, not available. Add to cart, not available. Add to cart, not available. And now I'm like, uh, you know, after five minutes, you're like, this is wordless. It's too late. Other people with faster connections have beaten me <laughs> to this purchase. And as I'm like staring off into space, clicking the button, the screen changes and says, add it to cart. You have seven minutes to complete this purchase, which then I'm like, hands are shaking, can't get the wallet out, the card, the card's not coming out. Um, but what it, what it was, was I, 
you know, I was following the, or maybe you sent it. Somebody sent it to me. You sent it. I did. The Columbia Sportswear uh, Empire Crew Parka replica. Yeah. It's which is a legit jacket. Oh, it's... It's warm. It's very warm. Very. It's very Columbia sportswear. If you've ever, uh, if you know what Columbia is, it's a high quality product designed for, you know, the extremes. The extremes. And uh, this is the crew version of the Empire Strikes Back. So what they wore on set. It's a replica. They got picture. It comes in a cool box. It's got a big furry hood. <clears throat> big old furry hood, like a Han Solo like hood. Um, which is ridiculous because when you put it up, it just falls directly down to your chin and you can't see anything. <laughs> but you look cool. You look really cool in it. Yeah. So I, I got awesome. I got that for Christmas. It's got a really cool patch on it with like Empire. Uh, what do they say? What does it say? Empire crew or something like that. Uh, Norwegian unit. And then it has a replaceable uh, 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 patch that I could put my name on it if I want to and, and look really cool. But yeah, so I was pretty excited about that. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it. Because I tell you what, it's good up to like 30 degrees below, and I put it on, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't wear it anywhere. <laughs> it's very blue. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it's a handsome jacket. It's a Josh. very handsome jacket. Um, have you taken the tags off it? No, no, never. So, that's what's scaring so me. That's kind of the answer to your question, then, on what to do with it. Yeah, I know. I don't know what to do. That's a collector's quandary right there. So we were talking, we were discussing like, well, if you're not going to do anything with it, or I was, maybe it wasn't with you. But anyway, I was like, and if I'm just going to put it in the box, should I let somebody else enjoy? You know what I'm saying? I almost feel like passing it forward. Not that I want to make any money off of it. Right. This is something that could be collectible that is actually functional. Right. Like, this isn't a three and three quarter inch figure. No, this is a legit jacket. You could go up into the, you know, the tundra with this. Snowboarding. Yeah, snowboarding. You'd look badass snowboarding, by the way. You would look great. Yeah. And just laser beam shooting and snow exploding around you, and you'd be fine. Well, I mean, would that be the worst thing to do? Yeah, I just, I'm tired of snowboarding. I hate it. I'm too old for it now. So I could go up and like hang out at the lodge, <laughs> just moving my park around. So, anyway, check it out. So, um, it's sold, it currently on, sold out. Josh bombing down the, bombing down the hillside. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Um, it's sold out. It's out there. Go check it out. Uh, it's a cool piece. I think that's where I'm really at. Is uh, it's a pretty cool piece. And so I've seen them. I've seen them online, either on eBay or on OfferUp in the Northwest here, anywhere from 550 bucks to 1,200 bucks. And then, yeah. and then there was a. I don't know how many. I don't remember seeing the number, but there was a there was a number that Mark Hamill signed. He did, and those I have seen upwards around twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, he signed uh, he signed a bunch. And actually, the flagship store for Columbia is in Portland, Oregon, right next to where we live. That's their main mm-hmm. store, and I happened to be a few hundred miles away when that dropped. And and to be honest with you, I probably had a better shot doing what I did. Obviously, not getting a signed copy from Hamill, but. I'm sure the line was ridiculous, and you would have to show up a few days before. I mean, but that would have been worth it. But yeah, it's a cool piece. Check it out. I'm sure you can find it on eBay or or other sites. Uh, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna find, you know, wear a cool blue jacket. Well, Columbia has a few Star Wars. They do. They have the Luke, the Luke Hoth, and the Han. And Those the, came and went already. Those are pretty pricey. And, Leia, and, they, and they had a Leia. Do they have a Leia? Yeah. It was, yeah. There's a little white one. It's pretty slick. So yeah, they're pretty pretty cool, man. 
tell you what. Okay, you ready for the tip? I am. Um, so I think the tips that we've had so far are narrow your focus, um, you know, collecting anything and everything that's Star Wars is going to get overwhelming pretty quick. Right. Um, if you can, the earlier that you can kind of decide what you're into, whether it be the posters and the artwork or the figures and the vehicles or the vintage or the Black Series or Power of the Force, you know, whatever it is that, even Shadows of the Empire, that kind of like that stuff. Um, the sooner that you can kind of decide what you love and what you really think is awesome, then you can start. Then you can really start um, collecting in a specific way. Yep. And uh, that that was that was something that I learned about ten years ago. It's like, man, there's a lot of vintage stuff. And there was some crazy stat that I saw on uh, uh, Kenner. Um, it was actually Junkman.com. He he has a he has a Twitter handle that uh, pretty seems like he's a pretty knowledgeable guy. I've interacted with him a little bit on Twitter, but um, by 1978 or 1979, that there was like over 48 million Star Wars wow items in existence, you know, out there that that Kenner had made. So that's just like figures and vehicles, that kind wow. of stuff, and so. While some of that stuff is old and, and rare, it's not necessarily that rare. Right. There's a ton of it out there, but you know a lot of it's been lost over time. Anyway, that was one of the first tips that we had. Uh, the tip that um, I think is it's very short and sweet, but uh, can open some doors for you. There's this one question that if you're going to look at something or if you're inquiring online... Uh, whether it be Craigslist or OfferUp or eBay or um, this question is it's it can it can be a game changer for you and that is is this everything you got? Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times where you go look at something or or the guy's got something for sale or a gal's got something for sale and and uh, you're going to check out one thing or you're inquiring about it and then um, then you ask the question. Well, you have anything else, or is this all you got? Uh, sometimes that can open a door like, yeah, I actually got a lot more stuff, but I'm just kind of starting to put things up for sale, and this was just one of the first couple things. And, and then you can, you can get in on some, you know, some big lots and, or, or some other things that uh, just opens up the door for, for more. And, and even if the answer is like, no, nah, this is all I got, then you move along. Yeah, it keeps it simpler, too, for... For the transaction, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the same area that you... And I think we talked a little bit about that already, but, you know, finding... Th- you know, you go there for one reason, and at least... Because you told the story of going there for another collection and then finding out they had a Star Wars collection. Yeah. This is kind of in the same area of just asking. And they may think that the things that they have aren't worth anything, like mm-hmm. the other things. They're like, no, these are vintage characters or vintage figures these are what I thought were worth something, but they could come to find out they've got, you know, posters or, or whatever in the yeah. background, which are also very awesome, you know, a sheets or blankets. Yeah. That, <laughs> right. that was, uh, that was today. Um, I bought a, you know, speaking of things that we have gotten recently, uh, I bought a couple items today down in Portland. I drove down there and, and, uh, the thing that I bought from, I bought a box of star Wars stuff that, had been sitting in a garage, 
uh, for a number of years, and that's kind of how a lot of the times this works. Um, and I was interested in in the set because they had a carded R two D two, right? A vintage original, and nice. Uh, yeah, it's cool. And so I you know, was inquiring about that, and and also the guy was like, "Yeah, we have some other things too." And I just kind of threw in uh, this comforter for a twin <laughs> bed. That's that was you know that was mine when when I was a kid, but we just kept it, and it's. It's the Star Wars comforter, and I got these couple curtains too. It was kind of a matching set, and so I got those part of it too. And I washed them, and they look great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna find a place to hang them up. You know, I actually got in one of my purchases. Oh, actually, that was I told the story about finding the cool piece the last time. Well, one of the other cool pieces in there were uh, Return of the Jedi sheets. I think I might have even mentioned it. I legitimately had the return of the Jedi sheets as my curtains as a kid. Like, <laughs> like we were, you know, I kind of grew up that way where, yeah. you know, window doesn't have curtains. You, you nail up a sheet. Yeah. You push sheets out. <laughs> and yeah. they were return of the Jedi. So I have those sheets, which by the way are worth like, I mean, this is a twin bed sheet mm-hmm. that I can't put on anything. Yeah. It's worth like a hundred bucks. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, and is... I used it as a curtain as a small child. <laughs> Still got it? No. Not that one, but I have a new one. I got another one. <laughs> and that's the kind of thing that's like, oh, I don't know. I remember the gal saying, I don't know if you want this, but here's a sheet. And I'm like, yeah, you put that in there. It says Return of the Jedi. You're darn right I want You're that. Darn right I want that. It's the only <laughs> thing that's worth anything here. Uh, um, okay. Well, I think I think that was uh, that's my that's the tip for today. That's a good tip. Um, you is, always got to ask. Is that everything? What What's the worst that can happen, Josh? I can say Yes. <laughs> That sometimes Which is like, is no. worse. Yeah. Sometimes that is worse because yeah. you end up spending a lot more money. <laughs> um, but that's never bad. You find a way. You sure do. Uh, I've got an idea. Um, we've we talk about collectors' tips on this. Um, one thing that uh, I think we'll start doing a little bit too is adding to Easter egg discussions. Like, there's enough Star Wars movies out there now, and. Um, and television shows and um, that you get little nods to other movies, other, other series, um, other people that maybe the, maybe the passerby or the casual star Wars fan wouldn't necessarily grab onto or see. And those are fun for me. Like whenever there's a new trailer that comes out for star Wars, you always look, look through it and you know, get on YouTube and see, you know, spoiler alerts and they try and read in what's there and like, Oh, that's a nod to this. And that's a nod to that. And they do it in a lot of movies, of course, but, um, you know, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg have a pretty tight connection that goes pretty far back. Um, and what was the Easter egg last time with Indiana Jones? Yeah. Oh, it was oh, the yeah, idol. Yeah. It was the crystal skull. Yeah. And yeah. And then in solo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there's a there was another one since since the last one we talked about had a Steven Spielberg connection that um, that there's a there's an ET Steven Spielberg Easter egg in uh, in the uh, episode one right um, where Padme's in the in the Senate in that big crazy room where there are all the pods with Thunderdome <laughs> the Thunderdome exactly. There are all the pods of different um, creatures and aliens that make up the 
Republic, and kind of in a bottom left corner, there was three ETs. That's so cool. In the just pointing, accusing yeah, me with their it giant. Was a, it was a noisy moment, and they were being active. <laughs> <laughs> which we all know means yeah, means uh, phone home. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, which is a kind of a callback to E.T. There's a there's a Halloween scene. There's one of the nights in the movie E.T. is Halloween. And um, Elliot walks around with E.T. in open, in, right. in open right. view. He's, and he's playing, alien, a, yeah. playing open sight there. Well, he has uh, a little ghosthood on. Right, right. I he's mean, a, come he's on. a ghost, right? Yeah. He's, he's a ghost. But he walks by a kid dressed up as Yoda. And... And E.T. kind of does a double take and kind of points at him like, what? I know, that's a cool circle because that's like 1984 or something, right? Right, that's shortly. I mean, shortly that's, after that's, Empire. That's in the midst. Or uh, Jedi. Yeah, that's, that's in the midst of, of, you know, peak Star Wars. And, and uh, they, they kind of tip the cap there, you know, because of course there's kids walking around on Halloween in Yoda outfits. Or Vader or Or, Luke yeah, or, any of that. And, yeah. and so, yeah, it made perfect sense that there was a kid in a Yoda outfit. And then for E.T. to kind of, hey, I know that guy. You know, right, show ha- up on. Have that, have that response. And, and then only to have, you know, in 1999 in the Senate, three E.T.'s, you know. Yeah, it's super just, cool. They're just completing the loop and I, I i've always thought that that was a a nice little back and forth that you know maybe you saw it maybe you noticed it maybe you didn't but um i appreciated it yeah no that's very cool spielberg's got a lot i mean him and lucas work pretty closely together so for yeah. a long time long time all right um last thing that uh um i wanted to ask you josh and it's a question. I want, um, and we haven't talked about this. I just we're spitballing here a little bit. Um, Go on. What was I don't know best you could put it? What was the failure of the Jedi? Like overall, yeah. Because in the in the prequels, they were completely taken off guard by the fact that a Sith leader was actually running the show. Not just that there was a Sith leader and an apprentice. Well, I think that was their first failure, right? They were uh, they were completely taken off guard that there was a Sith leader. Right. And not just out there, but in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. Right? They and and when that finally came out, it's like we were blinded to the fact. Okay. Well, why? Why were they blinded to the fact? What was their failure? I mean, that's a great question. You have some really great minds. You've got Yoda, obviously, mm-hmm. leading. Yeah, Mace. Mm-hmm. You've got some powerful Jedi. I think they may have been too comfortable in their seat. Kai Adimundi. Plow, uh, what's his name? Um, Plo Koon. Plo Koon. And then I'm, a, I'm Gundai, which is hilarious because it sounds like I'm going to die, which right. he did. He got killed pretty quick. Yep. Um, I don't know. It seems like you have, uh, especially at Coruscant, you have this, this seat of power. The Jedi have their own room. That's a big deal. They sit around in a circle. They have their own temple with their own spires. Obviously amazing, right? Yeah. Doing really good. Doing good for themselves, right? Yeah. They've got, you know, Jedi Jedi Casino Atlanta. I mean, they're doing great. Okay? 
but it seems like they uh they i think they were a little naive i would say that the biggest fault of the jedi is that they're naive because while they talk about worrying about the dark side so much they never really saw it coming and then of course palpatine was ingenious insidiously ingenious uh by by being able to manipulate a very young powerful padawan under somebody another master's care which is pretty 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 insane right yeah. so you grab anakin he's got more mitochondrians than anyone else in the world ever or the galaxy yeah yeah well and and to what i think also plays into it it's been like a thousand years since the air quotes old republic right and where there was there was a Sith planet. This was before there was just a master and an apprentice. There was a ton of them. Right. And, uh, but, but once that was kind of squashed, then, you know, there were, there were definitely things to, uh, you know, keep the peace about over that time, but there wasn't that imminent threat that, you know, that just pure evil that had a goal to, take everything over i mean there there wasn't just that that big thing and so yeah you could say that they got complacent you know that once they had finally achieved knocking off a lot of that a lot of the bad guys so to speak that they got complacent and and i always thought that that their failure was seeing their gift of being able to use the force as a power Hmm. because they talk a lot about the Force as a power, you know. Definitely on the Sith side, you don't know the power of, right. of the dark side. Right. But Yoda talks a lot about the Force being being powerful and being an ally and, you know, using the Force in, in what would seem to be healthy and correct ways. But Well, but Yoda's a bit of a show-off. I mean, we remember the whole X-Wing thing, right? <laughs> yeah, the swelling music I mean, in Empire Strikes yeah, Back, and that is I mean, why that you was fail. a little showy off. Yeah, he's flexing his little nine hundred year old body on him. Yeah, he's like, I still got it. Take that, Luke. Right, um, you whiny boy. But um, I don't know. I I've always I've the more I think about it, the more I feel like thinking that instead of being able to use the force as a, as is a gift, and and less. It's a power to use because, you know, they'd go send a Jedi or two to settle a dispute, okay? And and sometimes that meant using their powers, you know, when necessary to alter a weak mind to an agreement or something like that. And it was kind of, it just seemed a little disingenuous. Yeah, diplomacy usually involved the lightsaber. Yeah, aggressive, Pretty much in aggressive negotiations, seen. right? And they say that tongue-in-cheek, but it's like... Okay, and so now they're not really relying on their abilities to actually come to conclusions that both sides agree on necessarily. They're they're manipulating a party into doing something that they felt like would be the best interest of them. So so what you're getting at is that the Jedi may have been a little too Cavalier, uh, but even hypocritical, right? Yes. Because if they're talking about the danger of power, especially given the dark side and mm-hmm. the power that it holds, mm-hmm. yet their interactions 
still involved. It's it's like the classic, it's the classic uh, religion comparison, right? Religion can you know say do do as we say, not as we do, and then you've got a bit of a Jedi thing going on there. Like, hey, don't don't abuse power. Yet, if you need to solve this problem, use your power. Just get it done, right? Don't. Yeah, just turn your lightsaber on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Just uh, shove it through a, a a wall and cut a hole in it and and get it done, right? Don't knock. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so either by the Jedi's own doing and and acknowledging that they have that their gifts are unique and and their talent their special purpose, whatever you want to call it, like in the jerk special purpose, <laughs> um, either that. They decided they were going to be the ones that knew best for the galaxy, or that everybody else agreed that these people are special and unique, and we'll let them speak on our behalf, you know, in matters of dispute, or we want them fighting with us because we're on the right. Well, they were the the military generals. I mean, from everything we we've seen, like in the Clone Wars, it was the Jedi that ran the clones. You know, I mean, they—they're—they're they're essentially the military. Well, of, they be—they became that. I don't know if they were always that, though. But, but they have to be. They, I mean, they were martial in their own. You know, yeah. by their own right, they're martial. They—they—they yeah. they, 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 they have right. You're swords right. and power, right? So they're going to to. So either by their own doing or by election, the Jedi became the Jedi. Don't get elected. I know, but everybody kind of agreed that the Jedi were the good guys and that they were going to ah see. So it's a, decide it's the, by that they were going to decide what was fair and right for everybody. But as soon as so that's like the conundrum in any galaxy. As soon as somebody has the power to decide what's right, they ultimately do the wrong thing. Well. And what we saw with the Jedi is that who checks them? Who checks the Jedi? Nobody. They didn't do Jack except when it was too late. That was a problem. Right. And, and they got order, what is that, order 42? 66. 66 out of the order 42 is just to actually change your socks. But 66 yeah. is yeah. to kill all Jedi. You don't want Jedi. swamp foot. No, <laughs> no. The Lieutenant Dan says you got to take care of your feet. Yeah. you got to wear a pair around your neck. And there you go. Yeah, so I the the Jedi's failure definitely complacent, right? Things have been good for a long time, right? Thousand so, years, so which that, lends the question: How can you call the Galactic Empire an empire when it basically lasted like what thirty years, twenty? I, I think they're a little premature. I mean, they went full empire. We had an emperor. Yeah, he was the same guy that created it. <laughs> well. There and therein lies. You know what? I'm going to create something, and I'm going to call myself the emperor. Yes. Of that. Yes. Well, yeah. that's what happened with the Roman Empire. Well, but they lasted what a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, the galactic years may be different. I, I over in that galaxy far, far away, but might, might not be. I mean, they had like a twenty years. year run. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't wasn't long. Um, but it then became that's the, like the euro. The the New World Order, or the not the New World First Order, World. not the NWO, but <laughs> very similar. And now that that's on a obviously on a, a three episode path of being just obliterated pretty quick too. I mean, these are the worst empires in the history of the universe, yeah, let quote, alone the galaxy. Air quote empire. Oh, oh. <laughs> 
throw that word around. Wow. Rather lightly. Yeah. They should come to Earth. We got some stuff going on here. All right. Is Earth in the... That was a long time ago. We don't know. In the galaxy far, far away. So the Earth wasn't a part of that. No. This is just a story from somewhere else. We were were expanding at that moment. Yeah. So um, I feel like uh, Anakin, you know... He his failure was that he sought out ultimate power, and even though it started off genuine, like I want the ability to save people that are dying, like right. bring, bring people back to life. Right. That was a motivation from his mom. That was a motivation for Padme. That that's why he turned to the dark side, and you know he he was he got some honey in his ears from he was promised from uh, uh, Palpatine, but the, his intention. Starting out good ended up being the reason why he failed because he sought out the power instead of, um, you know, death is a part of life. Right. It's, you know, it's a circle of life, if you will. Um, Luke's failure was that he saw the power and ran from it. Right. And he, he I think he probably better than anybody understood the force as a power can be very dangerous. And so his failure was he's gone. Right. So now you're missing. Yeah. yeah. When you have a last Jedi, a guy that could temper, you know, opposing sides, you know, and who that's, that's who Luke became in the original. Right. You know, the Jedi who balanced the force or, at least, you know, brought Anakin back to the good. And, right, he was looking for. Yeah, but then when he bails and there's nobody else, then then that's kind of a failure. And and, and Kylo, what's Kylo's failure? He's out for power, and he doesn't. He he's not with the Jedi necessarily. He's not necessarily with the. I'm still trying to figure him out. Galactic you know. Empire, you know. He's not a Sith, is he? No, I I wouldn't say he is. I don't, know I, don't he th- is. I don't think he's down with either of those two opposing sides, Jedi and Sith. But he's definitely he's out a for libertarian, power. is what he is. He's a libertarian. He's yeah. Green Party. Yeah, he's Green uh, Party. But uh, you know, but he's definitely seeking out the power side of it. I think I hope that's my hope is that we actually find out what Kylo's. What's his goal? Pur- what's his, his purpose? purpose? I mean, he was working for Snoke uh, apparently up till now, just getting beat like a dog. And been, and now he's pissed. He got really angry, but Luke's dead. He's been angry the whole time, though. Let's be yes, honest. He's really been throwing stuff around, um, slashing things. Yeah, I don't know. I, it, that's the deal. Yeah. I mean, if you already knew it was coming, you wouldn't be excited about the next movie. Um, and and us being who we are, we'd be. So I, that's a great question. I don't know what the role of the Jedi are. And does Ray, where does Ray fit into that? She doesn't know anything. She's been untrained because Luke didn't train her. Nope. But she's got the books. But she does have the books. So is, are we, are we seeing the reformation of the Jedi order under new, under the gray guidelines, meaning there can't be a light side and there can't only be a light side and a dark side. Yeah. And then broom boy, whatever hell he does, he, he sweeps things up. Hello. Yeah. That was Alexa. Don't worry about that. All right. Hi, Alexa. Um, they did kind of open the possibility uh, for the gray Jedi. I think the gray is where we're going. As a matter of fact, what was Luke wearing? 
gray. So that's where the gray Jedi, I think, is the next step, which is very, you know, Gandalf-esque. I like that. Like, hey, Gandalf went off on his own. He went gray for a while. So I think we're going to have a gray Jedi who's able to straddle the dark side and the light side and find a balance between the Because a true balance would be the acceptance of both powers. But you can never have an acceptance of both powers if you only have two opposite you know, opposing forces that are light and dark. Right. And when they meet it's in the middle, it becomes an end all. Yeah. There's, uh, well, even there was like a little, I don't know if it was a, a little pool in, in, uh, Luke's little hillside there that looked yin yang ish. There was yeah. dark tiles and light I think tiles. And- I really think we're finding the gray. So I, th- and, and what was Ray wearing? She was wearing gray as well, yeah, like gray a bluish too. gray. Yeah. But I, I, I think we're going to find a gray Jedi whatever that means. And it could be a new order. Maybe there's going to come a new name out of this where it'll be the Radi or, or the, the Rith. <laughs> the Rith. The, the Jith. <laughs> the Jith. <laughs> it'll, it'll be a Lithby. It'll be a very Lithby order, but it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Josh, that's all I got. You got anything else? You know, uh, no. No, I think that's good. I'll just give a quick plug I because I still play the game. Uh Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes uh, just introduced some new characters are really fun. Uh, C-3PO just came out. What does he do? Uh, it's great. He's got some cool feet. Now, I actually haven't been able to acquire him yet because it takes some. It took some uh, pretty powerful characters that nobody beefs up, uh, namely Ewoks, <laughs> to get him. <laughs> so he's called the Gold God, right? So you have to. You had to beef up your Ewok characters to be able to complete the uh, complete the the event in order to obtain him yeah exactly and so i scrambled for a month because this is one of those slow play or pay to play games which i was not paying to do Uh, star wars galaxy heroes great game it's fun it's really fun because it's almost like a collector game because you collect these characters and you build them up and you're so happy but i i I wasn't able to get through but what he does is he's pretty much a uh a support protection type of guy he gives lots of tenacity and speed and and all kinds of crazy features to your other five tunes that are going at it so yeah i don't know if i want just a a stiff droid on my oh side. he he is a he's a meta we're doomed yeah he's a meta changer so when you have 3po uh, all of a sudden all the other characters like commander luke skywalker from empire and uh, chewbacca original chewbacca there's uh three Chewbacca's in this game, by the way. All the Clone Wars Chewbacca. I think there's four. There's four Chewbacca's. Veteran Chewbacca, solo movie Chewbacca, and then the OG Chewbacca, who's just a badass. And mm. he cost a lot to get. So, yeah. Anyway, there's my plug for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. They also uh, released Arena, which is really fun. If you don't have it, it's free to play. You can get out there. It's a slow play, but it's just... If you love Star Wars, there's a... Just a cool, uh, a nostalgic aspect to it of, you know, leveling up. So, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, thanks, 3PO, for showing up. And, uh, yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm done now. I think, right. uh, I think if we talk any more about Galaxy Heroes, they got to start paying us. Oh, yeah. Nah, no, it's EA. They're fine. <laughs> they won't pay you anything. <laughs> I'll pay them. It's in the game. It's in the game. So, yeah, I think that's it. All right, bud. Well, thank you for listening uh, to the Holocronicles podcast. Josh, until next time. Andrew, it was great. May the force be with you. <laughs> you may fire when ready. <laughs>